Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I love a good train trip, especially if you're traveling, you go overseas, other countries. They have amazing train routes, amazing trains to take. In our country, not so much. It leaves a lot to be desired. Well, some people would like to see that change. Joining us now is Taylor Backrack, who's a transport critic for the new Democratic Party, of course, the federal NDP. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Simi. What do you love about taking the train? Oh, trains are the best way to get around. Um, I think it's, you know, it's, uh, it's a clean, green form of transportation. It's uh, about moving through space with other people. And uh, yeah, it's just something that Canada could do a lot better at, I think. No kidding. And so to make that point, you were on a cross-country train ride. Tell me about this. I am. I'm, I'm traveling from Toronto to my home in Smithers in northern BC, uh, partly to experience the reality of passenger train travel in Canada, and partly to talk with passengers and communities about some changes that I think would really improve the situation when it comes to train travel in our country. Is it possible to go from Toronto to Smithers on the train? It is, believe it or not. It's going to take about six days. And uh, from Toronto to Vancouver, the route is called the Canadian. It's a, a really special part of Canadian history and, and uh, part of our identity, I think, as a country. So that's the train I'm on right now. It's a 70-year-old train. It's, it's a piece of moving history. And, uh, and it takes four and a half days to get from Toronto to Vancouver. Now, that's, that's 30, not so bad. I mean, ago, if, if you were going to well, drive, right? If you were going <laughs> to drive, it would take you that long. <laughs> you know what? A few decades ago, it only took three and a half days. And the re- reality is that it's taking longer and longer because the passenger train has to pull over so frequently to let the freight trains by. And that's why last Thursday, uh, I tabled a bill in the House of Commons that would give passenger trains priority on shared tracks in Canada. This is a, it's a kind of law that the United States already has. And it would go a long way to ensuring that passenger trains can keep a schedule. Um, If passenger trains ran on time more frequently, uh, then more people would be able to choose them as everyday transport. Right now, for most people, it's it's kind of a tourist option. It's not something that people can use uh, for scheduled appointments and and, uh, commuting and that sort of thing. Right. Right now, we kind of use it as a novelty, don't we? Yeah, for sure. And, And like you said in your intro, when you look around the world, there are so many other countries that do a better job than Canada. Uh, you know, we're a big country. This is a country that could really uh, have a functional passenger rail service. And, and yet what we've seen over the past 50 years is really a backsliding because of cutbacks, because of service reductions, and because of the rise of freight traffic and the fact that the passenger train so frequently has to pull off and let the freight by. Okay, but what if we do that then, doesn't that slow down freight trains and we know how essential those are? Well, sure. It's about, it's about having a balance. It's about priorities. Uh, I think it's also about building infrastructure so that trains can get by each other more efficiently. Uh, but ultimately, you know, if you're talking about the needs of commuters and the needs of Canadians to get to appointments in other communities uh, versus the needs of a flat screen TV to get to a Walmart somewhere in the Midwest, 
you know, I think we need to get our priorities straight. And if passenger rail was able to keep a better schedule, um, then we could have more people riding it. And that would, of course, lead to less greenhouse gas emissions. It would uh, have all sorts of benefits for our country. And so where are we at in terms of perhaps building more infrastructure to support passenger trains? Yeah, well, this is an interesting thing. So the the federal government right now has a plan to build a new dedicated passenger line between Toronto and Quebec City. So that's the most populated part of Canada. Uh, Right now, that accounts for 80% of Via Rail's revenue. And we really support the idea of building new passenger rail infrastructure, but we want to see it done right. And one of the concerns is that the Liberals want to privatize that corridor. Um, And so bring in a private investor and basically hand them all the passenger rail uh, and business between Toronto and Quebec City. Now, the concern is what impact that has for the rest of the country. If you take away 80% of Via Rail's revenue, Via Rail is a crown corporation, its sole shareholder is the government of Canada. If you take away 80% of its revenue, what's it going to be left with? And the fear is that over time, we could end up actually losing um, this really vital piece of, of transportation in Canada. We already lost Greyhound. And if we lose via rail, then people in rural Canada, places like the one that I represent, um, they're going to have no options for getting around if they don't have a a private vehicle. Now, we've talked about this here in B.C. too, about the idea of like high speed rail to, you know, along the West Coast there to Seattle and to Portland. Does that fit into your plans here as well? Oh, absolutely. You know, the, the higher speed we can make the trains go in Canada, then the more people are going to choose the train over flying. Uh, The evidence from Europe shows that if you can get the train trip down to about within two hours of the flight time, um, then people will shift modes and they'll they'll stop flying and they'll start taking the train. Uh, In countries like France, they've actually banned short haul flights because train travel is such an efficient way to get around the country. Um, So there are only some parts of Canada where that's really going to be viable. Uh, We talked about the Toronto to uh, Quebec City corridor. That's where a lot of the attention is going. And I think investments there are really important. Um, But like you said, there are other areas as well in Alberta, for instance, and and of course, from Vancouver down to Oregon uh, has received a lot of attention too. Yeah. So so should that be our focus is focusing perhaps on increasing uh, what the movement in some of these high, the, the high kind of priority corridors? I I think that needs to be part of the focus, but For folks in rural Canada, just having conventional trains that run on time would be a vast improvement over what people currently have. So um, that's why I brought forward this bill. It's a a simple change, and it would allow, I I think it would allow the passenger trains to run on time more frequently. Right now, the the on-time performance of Via Rail outside of that Toronto to Quebec corridor is about 60%. So that means only six out of 10 trains run on time. Um, If we can improve that uh, for places like Uh, the area I represent, more people are going to be able to choose it. It's going to be a more viable form of transportation. And, you know, if we if we saw some investment from the federal government down the road, this could be I I think it could be a really important part of the transportation network. Okay, what kind of support have you gotten for this? People love the train. Uh, Just in the past 48 hours, I've received over 100 emails from people all across Canada saying what an important initiative this is and and how much they support it. Uh, You know, I think people either remember a time in Canada when our train system was more functional or they've traveled to other countries and experienced the train systems there and they want that for their country. So um, 
there's a lot of support across the country for investing in passenger rail. And I hope the federal government hears that and, and makes some decisions that really take us down that path. Okay. And so what, what are you doing for that then? You've proposed this bill. How do you get the federal government's attention on that? Well, that's part of this interview and this train trip and talking to as many people as possible, raising awareness, uh, encouraging people to write to the transport minister, uh, int- encouraging people to contact their MP and ask them to support this bill. Uh, I'm hoping that the government will pick up this idea and they can make it into a government bill and, and pass it through the House of Commons uh, in short order and, and make this a reality. Um, the bill is only one piece of the puzzle. There are a bunch of other investments that need to be made in via rail. Uh, one of those things is that they need new trains for their long distance route. So the route that I'm on, the Canadian, right now it's running a train that's over 70 years old. And it's a, it's a beautiful train, stainless steel, um, and it served this country really well for a lot of decades. But uh, that fleet needs to be renewed. And we need the federal government to put that in the budget so that we uh, can continue to see routes like the Canadian and the Skeena, where I live, uh, continue to run into the future. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time on that today. Hey, thanks for the interest. And uh, yeah, folks can, can learn more about it online. My bill is called C-371, the Rail Passenger Priority Act.